Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So if you're wine drunk and ready to cry, Paige, Mikey, and Todd are telling you why. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. Your favorite films, they'll rip them to shreds with these guys in charge. Tell romance is dead. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. Todd sees you when you're sleeping. Mike likes to sniff your hair. Paige is an Ebenezer Scrooge. She just don't give a damn. So listen up now. The show's gonna start. Paige, Mikey, and Todd will steal your heart. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. Romancing the podcast in town. I'm just fact-checking one last thing. Yes, it is a real movie. (laughs) Did I watch this? Or did I have a fever dream that we're now about to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to Romancing the Podcast. You had us at Hello. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Mikey Randolph. And I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week we watched The Night Before Christmas. And Mikey, this was your pick. And God, can I just say thank you so much for making me watch this movie? (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to know, because this came out last year. I know you saw it last year. Talk me through that experience. Like, what were you doing? Who were you with? All that. At my mom's house for Christmas. And we decided to watch it as a family. (laughs) And I really kind of downplayed how bonkers this movie was when I picked it for (laughs) y'all. Which I honestly appreciate. I feel like if I knew it was going to be fully Mikey movie level crazy, I would have expected more out of it and liked it less. I think because I expected it to be horrible and then went in and it fully was, but it was horrible in such a fun way. I was like, yes. I mean, I will say this is the best movie we've done so far. No. No. <laughs> I love this movie because, like, the acting is terrible. They cannot stop one of the little girls in this movie from looking down the barrel of the camera. And I love her for making that choice. There's so many choices like that that are just, that literally make this a high school production of The Night Before Christmas. And I could not be happier that a former child star Uh, is slumming this low. Look, look, the cameraman is the one who gave her that puppy. (laughs) Oh, God, no. It is a camera miracle. (laughs) (laughs) The the fact that people remembered to turn cameras on while this movie was taking place is a miracle. Okay, Vanessa Hudgens is in. She's a real actress. No. No, she's not. Because she's done this and like 12 other Christmas movies. She's in a sequel to a movie that starred her twice. And now she's in it three times. I love her. 
I did not watch this last year, uh, but I did watch the episode of Queens Who Like to Watch with Trixie and Katya, where they watched oh, it. I love Trixie and Katya. And if you have not seen their YouTube show, mm. do yourself a favor and watch every episode. They have like 130, 140 episodes. It, they're all hilarious. I'm sorry. so good. Oh, I love it. So I was fully expecting this level of bonkers. Yeah. But there are a lot of things like they highlighted some of the like more egregious things in this movie. But then there are parts that like just happen that they didn't prepare me for. So it's just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, do what? Like, what is happening? What is happening in this movie? I love that they do that though, Paige, because the one thing they do prepare you for the whole movie, his brother becoming a knight, they do not show. And he fully misses. <laughs> you guys should have seen it. It was awesome. Can we have a hot second for the fact that they could not get a single right to any song or anything to be on the television? And so every single song in this movie is a bonkers cover of a public domain Christmas carol. Yeah. And anytime anyone is near a television, it is a fake thing that they have filmed for the television or another Netflix Christmas movie <laughs> on the television. Uh, Paige. The whole time. The There's whole another movie. huge entertainment property that does the same thing. Have you heard of Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> also, Paige, another huge property that filmed a whole new sequence of movie to be in a huge movie, Home Alone. Also, Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, yeah. about the Big Lebowski did also that. Also, Big Lebowski. But here's the thing. It's like they're doing it on purpose where they're like, this is a funny plot point. It, yeah. This was just like, well, we showed the TV. It can't be off. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it wasn't planned. I'm going to say that so little of this film was planned. I feel like this was filmed partially in a party city and you cannot prove me wrong. <laughs> this movie is insane. Oh my God. If you walked through the Home Depot Christmas section and just turned cameras on, that's half this movie. It's <laughs> Wow, bonkers. you guys are so mean. I want the <laughs> sequel. They set it up for a oh, sequel and I it hasn't happened. I will fully watch a sequel. Bring it to me right now. I'll watch it today. Look, I just want you guys, I need to complete my quest. <laughs> Full disclosure, Mikey, I did Google if this got a sequel or not, and I was disappointed it wasn't already out. But we'll talk about that later in this episode. I think COVID messed it up, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We'll talk about it. But in order to complete your quest, Mikey, I think we should start talking about this movie. So let's get into the fucking movie. We open on, like, the same forest from Midsummer, which <laughs> also was strange. <laughs> the same, like, cold, snow, yeah. desolation and it just says Norwich, England, which I had to look up to see if Norwich, England was a real place. Uh, it is, uh, according to the Internet. The date they give us is December 18th, 1334. And I almost broke out our old timey currency calculator that we used for Shakespeare oh, and Love. Oh, man, I wish you all. Oh. <laughs> the only reason I didn't is because they don't name any prices for anything. That is back true. Yeah. Well, because you're like a handsome knight like Sir Cole. You ain't paying for shit. I don't know if he's handsome or not. <laughs> he is in 1333. Oh, for yeah, 13, sure. 30, 34, he looks amazing. Yeah, he he's does. like a, he's a 2019 7, 1333 10. <laughs> yeah, he and his, his similar looking brother uh, come out of the castle and they I don't, say... I don't, 
I don't remember his brother's name. His brother's name is Jeffrey, and his name is Cole, which I'm like, what? I don't know enough about medieval names to argue that, but I'm going to go with it. He, his, I guess his name is truly Christopher, and he goes by Cole, and I'm like... That's not a shortening of that name. Also, this is a Christmas movie whose main character, nay, hero... Is named Cole. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane, yeah. Oh right? Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, I'll go one deeper, Paige. They call him Sir Cole for the first half of this movie, but most of them just call him Circle, like a circle. Mm, a couple people forget his name entirely and just call him That Night. Yeah. Which is, <laughs> or good night. And that's what we'll be calling him here today. The night. Um, so they. <laughs> They walk through what is essentially a Ren Fair, and they're going out for the annual Christmas hawking competition, which is not a thing. Also, they very clearly establish the castle falconer who has a falcon, not a hawk. Yeah. And so <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Those are different animals. Yeah. Well, and so traditionally around Christmas, there would be a hunt, like a big hunt, but it'd be usually be like a stag. Yeah, it definitely wouldn't be a animal that takes flight. Yeah, no, that's not really a thing that you can hunt on horseback. I in mean, the fog. You can. When it flies away, fog. it's fully foggy outside. Yeah, it's insane. Well, and also, if you're that bird, fuck this, I'm not coming back. No, I know, <laughs> like, you just I'm leave. I'm not flying close enough to them. I've got wings. Like, <laughs> Look, I don't know about enough about medieval hunting to, to really dig in at them at this point. I don't, we need to get this guy to present day so I can tear into this movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he... <laughs> Uh, they announced that it's in honor of King Edward III, which I did look up, and that is the correct king for this time period. Well, they got one thing right, guys. They got one thing <laughs> right. Uh, they actually got a few things right, which is nice. even the more dismaying that they spent time researching this movie. <laughs> So he and his brother decide to split up to have a better chance at winning the hunt, at which point we cut to Brace Bridge, Ohio, December 18th, 2019. Now, I did look up to see if Brace Bridge, Ohio is a real place. Oh, yeah. Is it? It is not, but Bracebridge, Ontario is, and that's where they film a lot of these movies. <laughs> uh, so oh I, I have some housing prices for Bracebridge, Ontario later. Oh, yeah, because she's a teacher that has a guest house, so that's insane. Yes. I mean, I do understand that, like, her parents died. Their, their parents died and left them money. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So I sort of, yeah. like, forgive them for that because they fully committed to the Bruce waning of what happened here. So Vanessa Hudgens is a teacher. She's in her classroom. And her student, Paige, had a shitty midterm because Grayson <laughs> broke up with me, which was really weird because I have a cousin named Grayson. And I was like, no. Why did he break up with her, Paige? <laughs> I don't know. One thing I did love about this scene... <laughs> I love at the end where she's like, you should. Mikey, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, the one thing I love about the scene is there was just a Chiron up on the screen that said December 18th, 2019. As you said, Paige, when she right. sits down on the desk to talk to this young girl, right behind her is also the date. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? I did not notice that. And I'm glad there was a Chiron because I wouldn't have noticed it. <laughs> I had no idea why the dates were important because it's not like he has a time limit. He does have a time limit. Mikey, what movie did you watch? He has to do it before Christmas Eve. But the dates are what make the story so fucking nuts because a bunch <laughs> of the stuff that she's doing, I'm like, why are you doing this the week before Christmas? This would have been done three weeks. 
weeks ago. What are you doing? <laughs> All right. Oh, well, what man. does she say to that girl? Basically, she's like, love sucks. Do math. Like, it's the most <laughs> boring pep talk on her. But basically, she tells she's like, love is a fantasy. And I know this hurts right now, but you should maybe concentrate on those books. So the girl's like, you're right. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then leaves. And she walks out into what I think is supposed to be like the main hallway of the school that looks like a hospital. The hallway or the lobby of this school is insane. That is yes. the most expensive high school I've ever seen. It's Canada. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they invest in education. Yeah, it's definitely not America. Right. We cut back. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So as she's walking through this hospital school. Uh, she answers her phone, <laughs> and it's her sister, Emmanuel Chiriqui, who is in a really terrible rom-com we should definitely watch called On the Line, Ooh, fe- that- featuring <laughs> Hubcap and Turkey yes, Sub. And <laughs> she basically promises to take her niece, Claire, to the Christmas castle that night because her mom is going to be busy working and her brother-in-law is out of town. Yeah, don't you know the, the Christmas castle? Don't you guys know what that is? It's where we boo a castle and Christmas, and like that's a thing now. I don't know what it is, but I want to go. I want to yeah, go to that yeah. Christmas carnival so I, badly. It looks so fun, though. It's a Christmas Ren Fair. It looks so great. It's Christmas Ren Fair, and I'm here for every yes. second of it. I do love <laughs> that when the sister calls Vanessa, she sums up every plot to, like, every Hallmark Christmas movie ever. Can you take my daughter to the, to the Christmas castle? Because my husband's out of town being a lawyer, lawyering something before Christmas. And I just opened a boutique because I'm a small business yes. owner in this small town that has a lot of things about Christmas. Also, did I I mentioned we own a Christmas tree farm. Also, I'm the ghost of Santa. (laughs) Her husband, who only comes back from his business trip once a year, is secretly Santa. My favorite favorite is when her husband does come back into the story, and we haven't heard about him for the bulk of the movie, and then suddenly he's got all the lines. Yes. Uh, Like trying to make up for it. We cut back to olden times, 1334, where the knight is riding through the woods and he comes upon a magical crone and she's like, can you help someone who looks as beautiful as I? (laughs) And he basically is like, yeah, sure, I'll help you. I'm nice or whatever. He's like, you can get it. Let's go. (laughs) You can get it. Get down on this. Uh, And she's like, your brother is about to be knighted. He's like, how do you know that? And she's just like, look into my necklace. Time travel. (laughs) Paige, I did think it was freaking bonkers when she hands him the blue glowing medallion. Like it's fully glowing. Like orbing around them is this blue haloed light. He fully just grabs it and like, oh, cool. Thanks. This is great. Like I would not (laughs) touch something that was doing that. That's what killed Madame Curie. (laughs) Uh, my favorite is he exclusively refers to her as old crone. Oh, and then every old woman for the rest of the movie he refers to as old crone until the guy who's dressed up like Santa says, hey, man, stop calling my wife an old crone. Stop calling my wife an old crone. But in 1334, that's like the phrase ma'am. No, no. it is not. <laughs> no. You guys do not know about the Middle Ages enough to argue that point with yeah, me. Yeah, we do. Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, we do. Also, they retcon the term crone in this to mean like old wise woman who lives in the woods. That is also not what it meant in the medieval times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So time travel, his horse runs back to the castle without him <laughs> and everyone's waiting for him and he doesn't show up. Also, this is when we learn that his horse's name is Sherwin because they they named the horse but not the old woman. 
<laughs> the horse has more screen time. <laughs> I mean, it's got about the same amount of screen time as the old woman. I think the old woman has more because she lurks in the sides of most frames. That's true. My favorite is that the horse gets there and his brother's like, where is he, Sherwin? And then looks at the horses if the horse is going to answer. And I'm like, it's a horse, man. It's 1334. <laughs> it's not going to speak post-Norman <laughs> Anglican vernacular to you. <laughs> it could have led him back like Lassie. Maybe, but it didn't. No. He's dead. He said, he said, nay. Nay. <laughs> Wait, so why did he get sucked into the time travel? Because that was where his quest was, Mikey. You've seen this movie twice and made us watch it. Yeah, but we gotta tell we gotta talk about his quest. Literally, this movie doesn't even tell you officially what the quest is until the end. What does she tell him about the quest? All she tells him about the quest is because of your kindness, your quest begins today. You're going to travel far away to a place with steel horses and magic boxes that bring joy and uh, steel dragons. Your destiny is to be a true knight. Heed this warning. If you fail your quest before Christmas, you'll never become a true knight. That's all she tells him. What she should have said was, I'm going to send you to the future because you got to ride that pony. Get on it. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. 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 Yeah. Don't. Uh, it's like a Christmas. true knight. My pony riding <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> they do not get to bone in this movie. It is a waste of an hour and a half. <laughs> That's the whole sequel. It's just a sex tape. <laughs> They're just, and like, she's like, how long does it take to get this chain mail off? That's 20 minutes of the movie. He's like, I like to keep it on. I want to feel up your breastplate. Uh, clink, clink. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the medallion who's like slapping his chest page as he's thrusting on top of her yeah. <laughs> she gets whacked in the face with that magic time travel medallion as someone with a necklace that hangs pretty low around my neck i have to take it off a lot of times does it wobble to and fro oh you can tie it and not tighten the bow baby <laughs> hang low <laughs> So okay. he is transported to the modern day Christmas Oh shit, we're still castle. talking about this movie, my bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we talk about that he's not even transported to the same country? No. Yeah, I know. He goes from <laughs> England to Ohio. Slash Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> at least he didn't walk there. Well, yeah, at least he didn't walk there. Uh, I mean, because it's almost as far as Colorado to Louisiana. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, y'all wanted me to pick a movie. I picked a movie. <laughs> so he's transported to the Christmas castle, which yes. looks amazing. So into it. Want to go. And for a brief moment, the crone is Mrs. Claus. And so he kind of chases after her and Vanessa Hudgens and her niece, I guess her name is Brooke, whatever. Brooke and her niece uh, are there to see Santa where she asks Santa for a puppy and he's like, we'll think about it. I'm just a mall Santa. Then people try to take a selfie with the knight. Yes. And his face in the selfie is great because he's just like, what is what is happening? Also, <laughs> I want you to watch this scene again and watch where they're standing around him yeah. and where they are when they show the camera. The they're in yes. fully different positions. He's in the middle when they're shooting it like they're walking up and getting on either side of him. And when they show the camera of the picture they took, it is fully him on one side, them on the other. 
<laughs> I also think it's really funny that if you, the more you look around at the Christmas castle, because it looks very cool, but it's honestly two buildings that they're just kind of shooting from different angles. So there's like a bridge and then like a clearing, I guess, where Santa is. And then there's where the hot chocolate and stuff is. And so they're just kind of shooting around it at different angles. So at multiple times, he and Vanessa Hudgens are looking for each other, but technically in the same place. It's really crazy. (laughs) (laughs) We're like we're we're literally two minutes into this movie. (laughs) Anyway, he runs up to find Mrs. Claus, but Mrs. Claus is not the crone; it's another lady. Yes, the actual Mrs. Claus. The actual Mrs. Claus. And he does apologize for calling her an old crone to her face. Right around the same time, uh, Vanessa Hudgens notices that her ex is there with his new girlfriend. Oh, you mean the douche? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The only time we ever see them is just in the background. We never get to hear his side of it. No. Uh, Who knows? But apparently he cheated on her with (laughs) that girl. He cheated on her. Yeah, Yeah. that's allegedly. uh, Maybe he brought the puppy. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The puppy was an apology? Not sure. All I know is the girl gets on Santa's lap and is like, I want a puppy. And another thing, I want a new boyfriend for my aunt who won't cheat on her. And I was like, this kid knows too much. Yeah, Vanessa fully overshares too much with her niece. Oh, yeah. They go to talk more about the cheating, I'm guessing, over hot chocolate. I think you mean mead? He calls it mead the whole movie. It is hot chocolate. I know. Everyone needs to correct him. because... No one corrects him in this entire movie. For all they know, he is a man with a traumatic brain injury. And they're just like, really? You're a knight. Tell us about your historical Okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. If you watch this movie in the lens of it's Christmas Shutter Island. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's actually in a facility in Ohio. And they're, they're letting him play out the delusion. <laughs> that makes more sense than what we saw on the movie because what we saw was an entire town be like oh that guy with the severe brain injury yeah 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 just pretend he's a knight we're gonna go with it oh you mean the guy who threatened to kill me in town square with his broadsword <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like how mikey is referring to the christmas castle as town square <laughs> no, he, he, he like okay he threatens to people, kill people at christmas village he drives without a license and everyone just thinks that's a-okay right <laughs> he threatens to kill people in the diner he yeah. does but she's the only one who sees it really someone is like all over there like eating chili like oh fuck <laughs> does he have a sword that's true i want to see a movie about the other people in this town like you see this shit <laughs> Did you see that guy who's walking around town with a sword? You see that girl who's banging that guy who thinks he's a knight? Is no is that responsible? Is that okay? Can he consent with a brain injury like that? <laughs> no. Yeah, here's me group texting y'all. Y'all see this guy with a sword who thinks he's a knight? <laughs> Hitting Vanessa Hudgens? And I can't have any Christmas holidays? I don't understand what is happening. Oh, oh man. I watched him stab a chicken in Mrs. Smith's backyard. <laughs> he ate a skunk, guys. <laughs> he, he tries. He tries we gotta to get there. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. They have hot chocolate slash mead, and they <laughs> crash right into the night. She spills it all over his chain mail, which would rust. Yeah. Rude. Uh, and he's like, no worries, it's fine, it tastes delicious, because he's, like, licking it off himself. He's licking it off of his, like, gauntlets, the metal, like, gloves he's wearing. He's like, mm, He's like, delicious. you got it all over my Infinity Stones, but it's delicious. 
<laughs> no one addresses how racist or how bad he would smell. Like when he first shows up in their world, and he would just be like, "Good lord, are you dead inside that armor?" <laughs> like, holy I think he's shit! So if he's high class, you know, the upper crust. He's not high class, Mikey. I have notes on that. Uh, Vanessa cleans him up, okay? She does later, but he would have had to walk through her house smelling like 1334 ass. <laughs> also, can we address that he might have the plague and most of our diseases would kill him yeah. because his immune system is not normalized for it? This is a tragic tale of a man discovering time travel via a crone only to die in a weird Christmas town. <laughs> Paige, this actually is how the plague started. Someone from that time period came to our time period, got COVID, and then went back in time and then killed everyone. Fun fact, his armor is full of rats. <laughs> so they, they enjoy hot chocolate together. He's really liking hot chocolate. Yeah, it's sorry. a cute moment. We're still talking about this movie. Okay, sorry. Yeah, let's move on. We're now five minutes in. <laughs> so she spills hot chocolate on him then walks away it's a meat cute i guess it's a mead cute oh, oh! hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so her sister shows up to pick up her niece and uh she's advocating for them getting a dog which is going to pay off later uh and the sister just says who is the steel cut hottie uh -huh. pointing at the night and i'm like steel cut like Oats? Yeah. That's not a thing that you use to like, describe people. And then they just leave. They're just like, I don't know, some dude in chain mail. What you don't know, Paige, is this was written by the Quaker Oats guy. <laughs> what I don't know is that from the neck down inside that armor, he's just molded oatmeal that they've gotten to stay in place. I do love that they think he's just like an employee of Christmas Castle. Literally for half this movie, they think he's just an employee of Christmas Castle, which, by the way, has no other knights. It's not even <laughs> medieval themes. They're just like, yeah, I guess that guy's really into it. <laughs> they could have a supervisor or employment records or... Anything. Yeah. Anything. Somebody narrowed it down. I really do like a world where Christmas Castle exists and they have like a medieval times style like jousting show. I am here for a medieval Christmas land. Yes. Like... If I showed up to your Christmas castle and there was medieval jousting, 12 night cakes, oh. and Christmas puddings, we are here for it. Uh, like, all day. I want to live there. Always got room for more pud. Got to eat your meat and then eat your pud. Yep. Anyways, so they <laughs> head home. Vanessa Hudgens is driving home, and it's a very heavy snow. Yeah. And the knight is walking around. He's basically in the middle of the street. She hits him with the car, and he yells, Egads! Yeah. <laughs> and I know because I had subtitles on. I loved it. I was very happy with what had happened. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. She helps him up and he's like, I've been thrown further by other horses, which, by the way, is the first time he addresses a car as a horse. And we find out throughout the film that he thinks cars are animals. Yeah. And that's not even remotely the craziest part of this movie. But and also no one corrects him, Paige. No one corrects him. No one corrects him. No one's like, you've had a head injury. I don't think you time traveled. Nobody, yeah. no one, <laughs> no one in this town. The only person who's allowed to refer to vehicles as steel horses is Bon Jovi, and I stand by that. Okay. <laughs> On a steel <laughs> horse I ride. Wanted. Wanted. A wanted. Dead or alive. I love that you are my Richie Sambora in this, and that makes me very happy. <laughs> 
These are Bon Jovi jokes. We're going deep on the Jove, guys. Let's do it. Next time, it's going to be a John Bovey joke. Oh, and if shit. No one joins me. I'm going to be sad. Anyway, this is where he establishes, we establish for him that he's not in England. He's in Ohio. The cops show up, and Vanessa Hudgens is like, yo, I think this dude has a head injury. He was standing in the middle of the street, and he introduces himself as Sir Cole Lyons. And Officer Stevens is like, why don't you sit in the back of my steel horse and we'll go help you find your horse? Sure, maybe? Question mark. And they take him. <laughs> immediately to a hospital yeah that's where he belongs that is where he belongs but here's my question so nobody's gonna like ask vanessa hudgens any questions about how she <laughs> hit a pedestrian in the middle of the street and now they think they're a medieval knight well no she's friends with the cop that's what it is they're cleaning cover it up, up because yeah. <laughs> cover up yeah it's a cover up i love how the doctor was like yeah he could go he's fine don't argue with him about being a knight i mean they just release him now he does mention a tube of torture which is the, the mri the, machine the MRI machine. I recently had to sit in one of those things. They are a tube of torture. They're pretty pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, but they think he has PTSD, and they're just like, have fun. <laughs> like, bye-bye. They're like, you have a guest house, right? This is cool. We're just going to make you take <laughs> yeah. care of him. Yeah. She offers his her guest house. They were going to have him sleep in the police station, which, again, I'm like, no, he should just stay in the hospital. Like, Yeah, he should stay in the hospital. Unwell. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, if it's not a concussion, it's a delusion. Yeah. And he should be in the hospital. They release a delusional man, a man who is, as far as we understand, mentally ill, to a stranger who claims to have a guest house. They don't give him any medication or any further treatment. They're just like... Good luck, stranger. Thank you, Reagan, for closing all of our mental health facilities. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> and that's not even the worst way Reagan ruined America. They discharge him with his sword. Yes. Yes. They give a mentally ill man a weapon <laughs> and then send him to a single woman's house. Hello, man with a traumatic brain injury. Here's a sharp thing and a stranger. Have a good day. Hopefully you don't have violent tendencies. Anyway, the police are like, yeah, go ahead. Take him back to your place. I'll check on both of you later. That's it. They're not going to take her to the station for hitting a pedestrian. They're not going to take care of him, who has had a traumatic brain injury, who thinks he time traveled. They're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep telling him he's time traveled. He'll remember eventually. Bye. No harm, no foul. That's literally what they say. Yeah. Yeah. But she takes him to her house. She takes him to her house. They drive in the car. Now, this is something that I think about all the time. I don't know why that this is something I think about, but it is where I'm like, if a person from olden times suddenly showed up in my world, what would be the craziest? And I was like, being in a car would be nuts. But then the radio would be crazy. Yeah. Right. And then a phone. Imagine them trying to comprehend a phone. I feel like it's enough to blow a head vein. Yeah. It absolutely is. Anyway, as they're driving in the car, she turns on the radio and it's fake Christmas music. Yeah. And it is hilarious. It's the funniest fake because it's just like a beat, like a like a Casio keyboard yeah. hip hop beat. And they're just like, Christmas, wish you were here, Christmas. And you're just like, this is not a song. This is not real. And she's like, do you want to listen to a different song? And then they flip through radio stations and it's literally just like sample, like elevator music from different genres where it's just like bow now 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 christmas beep beep <laughs> <Like just laughs> through the gamut very funny 
Um, he opens the moon roof, which lets a bunch of snow in the car. And then she has him leave his armor in the car and they walk into her palatial mansion <laughs> on the way. She slips on ice and he catches her and her nosy neighbor, Allison sees it happen. That bitch. That's trying to steal his man, but not at all trying to steal his man. But like, that's how we're supposed to feel about her. But she does nothing wrong. Yeah, she does nothing wrong. She has two lines in this film. And one of them are like, I guess not for me. OK, bye. Yeah. yeah. And one of those two <laughs> lines is her respecting consent. Oh, that yes. bitch. That bitch. <laughs> that redheaded hussy. I did like her a lot. <laughs> all three scenes she was in, all yeah. 34 seconds of this movie that she is in. <laughs> Oh my god! We've literally already been talking about it more than she's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's in this movie less than Natalie was in the Patsy and Loretta movie she was in. <laughs> we cut to inside the guest house, which is the size of a regular house. Yeah, that guest house is huge and made completely inside and out of stone. Yeah, it fully is just the castle set. Yeah, just the backside <laughs> of it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, head cannon. Break it down, baby. The only thing we see Vanessa Hudgens' house is the kitchen, which is way too small of a kitchen for the size of house that she allegedly has for this to be the guest house. Right. But then we see Emmanuel Chiriqui's kitchen, her sister's kitchen, which has that same stone wall that the backside of the guest house kitchen has. I think they're the same kitchen. Like, <laughs> I think we're just seeing them from a different angle. It's like how <laughs> Saved by the Bell would shoot from the other direction and make it look like a different set of lockers when it was really the same yes. set of lockers. Exactly. Yes, and they yeah. just redress the set. Exactly. Yes, I think, I think that's what's happening in this movie oh. because then the only other, we see a couple other shots of the, the sister's house and it doesn't match anything we've seen before anyway he discovers the fridge which is magic and then she asks him she's like so you're really from england and i'm like no vanessa hudgens this is a person with a brain injury what is wrong with you <laughs> and also you know why he definitely is a person with a brain injury and not from england because he has zero english accent i mean he kind of got an english accent no i'll give him that he has the english accent of someone who's been concussed and gets that disease where you have a new accent <laughs> but he was actually sent back in time because we know that because we saw he it was sent movie. forward in time mikey yes it was forward in time he didn't go backwards in time from 1334 to 2019 time is a flat circle <laughs> he went back to the future right exactly yeah, exactly yeah. he went back to the future yeah exactly Which he literally does at the end <laughs> yes guys when he goes back and sees his brother i really wanted the crone to come back and be like we got to go back to the future and then cole to be like wait what are you talking about what, what happens to us in the future what, what do we become assholes or something and he goes no you and vanessa turn out fine but it's your kids marty it's your kids <laughs> oh, not marty. sorry sorry <laughs> when this horse gets to 18 miles per hour you're gonna <laughs> See some serious shit. You get on all get on my horse, Williams, and we'll paint this town red. First, we've got to feed your horse a bunch of garbage. <laughs> oh, my God. What year should we go to? Count it out, Sherwin. Where we're going, we don't need Roman roads. <laughs> <laughs> anyway she's trying oh. to find him clothes around her giant guest house uh, and she thinks she can find some from her boyfriend who was a real douche and he's like well fetch the douche's garments and I'm gonna take a bath which no he's not people in olden times did not bathe all that often because they couldn't afford to 
Well, I mean, at least he like was gonna take a bath. Like I appreciated that. Like if I was yeah. like first night back after being unbathed forever, which is sort of what he <laughs> is at this point, I would want to take a bath. Yeah, I mean, she's like she's like doing the whole thing of like take a bath. Here's the soap and yeah. I mean, like if I time traveled, <laughs> I think I'd want to bathe too. Uh, but he comes out in a towel, and then yes. she gives him douche sweaters yes and she's calling her sister and her sister is like yeah what if he's dangerous he has a brain injury and a sword and a sword and she's like everything's under control except not because there's a bonfire on the lawn and he's hunting a skunk with his sword (laughs) (laughs) i thought this is the moment where you guys would be on board oh mikey i was on board way before this but he is out there like For those of you who can't see this, which is everyone, Todd has pulled a sword from his sword collection and is doing his best skunk killing moves, ignoring the fact that skunks would probably be hibernating in the winter. For the record, this is this is Natalie's sword. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. But he comes in. He's like, I was just going to try to catch us dinner. I was hungry. And she's like, we have food inside now, ready to go. Yeah. She won her class in a bikini competition and they gave her this sword. I'm hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It's amazing. Who who (laughs) was organizing this bikini competition? My ex? What is happening? (laughs) Who the hell gives out swords to women in bikinis? That's as weird as the rest of this movie. Yeah, that's why I grabbed it, because it reminded me of this movie. You know what you need, girl who's not wearing a lot of clothes? Something sharp. (laughs) So she takes him to a diner to stop him from killing and roasting a skunk on her lawn. Can you think of the smell? You haven't considered the smell. (laughs) They go to a diner where he's reading off the menu, which, first of all, the fact that he could read modern English. Is insane, right? Madness. They didn't use the same alphabet. What is going on? Yeah. (laughs) And I realize you're like, but Todd, that's English. They both speak English. That's true. But they fully had a different alphabet. A lot of the characters were the same, but it was different. Well, they also, they had a lot of symbols that we have retired from our alphabet. Yes. That would represent like THs or the F sound and things. And like, we just don't have it anymore. Yeah, but guys, he's going to watch TV for a night and it's going to be, he's going to be completely caught up. (laughs) He's going to know what AF means. (laughs) Um, So they go to a diner and he's like, cheeseburger, hot dog. Sure, I'm gross for eating skunk. And so she's basically just like, shut your hole. We're going to have two cheeseburgers, fries, and hot chocolate. Which sounds disgusting. I would not want hot chocolate with a cheeseburger. No, maybe a chocolate milkshake, not hot chocolate. Yeah. Well, they do the same thing that Thor does. Yeah, he's like, I'll have another. Kersh. Yeah. Oh, and then he calls her a wench? Yeah. You can't call her a wench. It's, it's 2019. It's called bitch now. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, my God. Anyway, they, they order another round of hot chocolate. Vanessa Hudgens is like, well, do you have a wife or kids? And at this point, I just have an all caps in my notes. Why is she asking questions about his delusions as if they are real? (laughs) Because she is fully supporting it. She's gaslighting him into like doing what she wants, I guess. I guess. I don't know. But at this point, her ex-boyfriend walks into the diner and he's going to kill him for her honor. And she stops him. Yeah. (laughs) 
He's drawing his bikini sword and then is like, fine. <laughs> Paige, I also want to point out that he tries to kill someone for cheating on Vanessa Hutchins. And later in this movie, they more or less offer him a cop job. Yeah, oh, he displays excessive force many times. Yes. But that's not nearly as crazy as later on when they run into her boyfriend. And I, yeah. I have a note about the thing that he says there that they do not address in this movie. But somebody wrote it <laughs> a line in this movie which means we have to talk about it uh, but I'll save it for when we get there anyway so he doesn't murder this man right um, they go back to the house and this is where it's playing another like Netflix Christmas movie on the TV uh, and she teaches him about using the Alexa oh, you mean the Alexa commercial that's in this movie there's like a 20 minute Alexis Alexa commercial in this movie. Yeah. I do love that while she's sort of showing him how to use it or whatever, she leaves the room without telling him how to make the music stop. And I literally said to Natalie, I was like, he's going to destroy that. Yeah. He does not know how to turn it off. And Christmas music will drive you mad if that's all you listen to for like 12 hours straight. I should know. I've worked in retail. I know. That's how I learned it. And I would smash it with my bikini sword if I had access oh to both God. the Alexa and the bikini sword. Alexa, play wonderful Christmas time. Oh, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, the worst <laughs> yeah. Christmas song simply ever written. That is clearly about people who are Christmas planning time. on getting together to have some sort of satanic ritual and then people come in and interrupt them. Anyway, <laughs> so he basically learns modern American culture from 12 hours of television. Right, 12 hours of fake films that they've put on this TV show. <laughs> he gets up the next morning and he's just like, last Christmas I time traveled here, but the very next day <laughs> he brought me some muffins because that's what happens. Her sister comes and brings him muffins and clothes uh, because her sister conveniently owns a clothing store that she is embezzling from. Yes. Anyway, they're going to give him the first pick of which muffin. And at this point, I was like, our food would destroy his system. <laughs> like, he is not prepared to digest anything in our world. He would probably <laughs> die. <laughs> he puts on the new clothes and he says, what do you think of these awesome new threads? Aren't they straight fire? <laughs> and this is where we reveal that he and he also he only does this once he never goes back to speaking modern he just one time was like i'm gonna try out this slang and then never does it again uh we find out that he put alexa in the freezer because she wouldn't stop singing and then he says <laughs> modern technology is lit af <laughs> if you have an alexa in your house put it in the freezer all it's doing is sending jeff bezos your porn preferences alexa play this christmas <laughs> so he says that he studied from the magic box that he's been binge watching he loves tv which is troubling but understandable Paige, can we talk about what he actually calls the tv the magic box the crone says in the very beginning of the movie it's the magic box that brings merriment and i giggled <laughs> a little bit because i thought they were talking about something very different than a tv <laughs> You mean Vanessa Hudgenson's magic box is oh, going to bring yeah. some merriment? Yeah. <laughs> we don't even see people's arms in this movie. I mean, like, there is no arm skin. Let's not, there's no sex talk in this. In this, in this. <laughs> we do see her arms at the end, but not her shoulders. We do see him shirtless for like 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but that's about it. It's only wrists from here on out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> 
he basically invites her to watch TV next to him. By the way, I, I just want to say that at this point in the movie, she is already like, ooh, a night. Okay. Because like <laughs> she sits with him the whole next day and binge watches. They lose a whole day. They fall asleep on each other. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. They do lose a whole day like binge watching TV. But they never show what they're binge watching, so it's nothing really. I know. See, here's what I want is for them to get up and like we get a cutaway of the TV and it's just like, they're minerals, Marie! And I'm like breaking that <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I was going to go with Great British or Bake Off, but British I like Bake yours. Off. That's what I'm saying! <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Marie, hell yeah! You know that's hell what it was. Hell yeah, it would 100% be Paul shaking someone's hand and everyone else crying. What is Frangipan? <laughs> He's like, wait, I'm not in England? <laughs> I'm not in England? He's like, what happened to England that their warriors face off over ovens and stoves? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get up and do chores with me today? No, it's bread week. <laughs> That's Paul's specialty. Uh, so he tucks her in. She kind of falls asleep on him. He has dreams of his horse, which again, again, he asks the horse what's going on. The horse is not going to answer you. <laughs> but he's just like, horse, what is my quest? And the horse is just like, don't involve me in this. It just runs away. The horse is a metaphor for his heart. Oh, yeah. What? And Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> is the one wearing the armor, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. I don't know what any of this Actually, means. don't think about it, because that yeah, is fully not worth even hurt exploring. Yeah. Alexa, play You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. <laughs> oh, That's my God. I think God. about when somebody's heart is hurting. Uh, so, <laughs> 39 and a half foot pole. Banana no bueno. That horn section is losing their shit in that song, and I am here for <laughs> it. So, he wakes up, and he's like, okay, now I've got to get on my Christmas quest, but first I'm going to help you with your Christmas chores. And this is the part that kind of blew my mind because we've established that it's December 20th. Christmas is five days away. And she's like, I better unpack these decorations. And I'm like, now? You're going to put them away in a week? What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, you're decorating your tree now. Well, she wasn't expecting company. We know she was. <laughs> Paige, Natalie and I are moving into our house Shortly after December 15th, and we are still going to decorate for Christmas there. Right. But we're also going to leave it up until February. So that's how we that roll. That makes sense. Yeah. But like she has. She's lived there. Yeah. People are going to be coming over to her house as she's like prepping this whole feast thing. And she's just like, hmm, I better get on that. Uh, but they're her mom's <laughs> Christmas decorations that she hasn't yeah. unpacked since her mom passed away. And we find out that her mom is a seamstress, which is why all of the decorations are store-bought. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What did you want them to be like hand sewn doilies or some shit? She's picking them up and she's like, mom always made something for me to find on the tree. And she's just holding store bought crap. But that comes back later when he takes a dump in a circle ball thing. and He then... makes her a bread ornament, Todd. It's oh, an ornament it made of bread. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It looked like fully <laughs> like it was poop squished into a glass ball that he had written on with like a crayon. No. It's a bread ornament and I lost my damn mind because he's like a Paul Hollywood level baker. He's like Paul Hollywood's great, great grandfather. Oh, my God. Oh, this movie. Uh. But and listen, Paige, he does teach Vanessa Hutchins how to find her bean. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Paige, your reaction to that joke is why I made it, and I love it so much. <laughs> it, I worked a lot today, so it took me like a half second to get there, and then I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> Paige's face is in her hands right now, guys. I can't. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, I hope there wasn't a lot of yeast. <laughs> I'm sure they have an old time remedy for that as well, just like they have an old time remedy for all back pain. I'm pretty sure it's mistletoe because when he like whenever he's presented with an herb in this movie, he's like, ah, it wards off evil spirits, or he's like, ah, gout, and you're just like, what are you? An encyclopedia? Like, why do you know this? No, what he I, is is someone who wants to sell you some young life products or whatever that shit is. <laughs> Young, young living oil. Young living. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have back pain. Just rub some thieves oil on your feet. Put some socks on and go to bed. I thought you should have just be like, look, he's older. It's time to get rid of him. <laughs> so anyway, we're fully six minutes into this movie. We also we haven't got we gave away the bean and like everything else. <laughs> We haven't even gotten there yet. That means we did more than Vanessa did in this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. Vanessa finds the bean, but only alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor, Paige. <laughs> it's a no metaphor one can love you like you bean. can love you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay, we got to move on. We've got to move on. <laughs> This will be a seven-hour episode. Guys, it's 9.33 here in Nashville, and I am fully screaming in my shared-walled room in the apartment. <laughs> I'm so tired, but also delirious. Oh, man. So, anyway, in this scene, we find out that her she moved home when her mom got sick, and then yeah. her dad passed away shortly after. Like, months. It was That's sad, yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. And we also find out that he hasn't seen his parents since he was sent away as a squire, um, which he's going to kind of lay out for us a little bit later. Yeah. But this is where she starts pulling the things out of the box and talking about how her mom would hide crafts in the branches. And he says his mom made all of his clothes. And I'm like, yeah, everyone's mom made all their clothes in 1334. Yeah. You're not special. That's the option. Like, yeah. that's how that goes. He was just trying to relate to her. Sure. <laughs> At this point, she's like, do you know what year it is? And he's like, yeah, apparently it's 2019. So I'm like 800 years in the future. Weird, huh? Like, he's unfazed he's by so it. He's so chill about it. Yeah. After he watches TV, he's like, I got I got this. I He's got like, this. I watched this three-part documentary on time where Marty had to save his family, and I fully <laughs> understand what's happening. I'm uh, caught in uh, a Marty uh. time loop. I get it. <laughs> I watched the Netflix series Dark, and I don't know what year it is now. <laughs> <laughs> She, at this point, is like, yeah, but time travel doesn't exist. And he's like, oh, are you saying that only things you understand are the things that exist? And she's like, hmm. And I'm like, bitch, no. Don't let him talk you into it. Yeah, like, he fully gaslights her into believing in fucking time travel. Fucking time travel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it exists, though. I mean, I, I honestly feel like this is that scene in Looper where they're talking about how, how time travel works. And Bruce Willis is like, don't worry about it. Nobody cares about that shit. Let's move past it. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the writer saying, please don't make me come up with a plausible way this works. Let's just move past it. And I respect right. the way Looper does it. That's awesome. <laughs> this is also the scene where he asks her not to call him sir anymore because yeah. formalities can cease now that they're more familiar. familiar. 
<laughs> so she starts setting up a fake Christmas tree and he's just like, bullshit, I'll show you a real tree. We used to adorn the tree with candies and fruit. Now, I have some notes about Christmas later on. That was actually a Scandinavian tradition, as is a couple of the other things that he brings up, some of which would have existed in England in like a variation, but not the way we think of it. So this is not quite accurate. But yeah. also, if anyone is looking for medieval accuracy in this film about time travel, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. <laughs> But this is where he says that he apprenticed at seven, he was a squire at 14, and he was knighted at 21, which makes him now 27, because we know that he was knighted six years ago, six yeah. Christmas. Oh, so ago. he's like ready to die. Exactly, because life expectancy in the 1300s is like 35 years old. <laughs> <laughs> he is almost dead, and she is almost dead, according to him. So why is he not getting in it like why is he not immediately dicking it down before they die i was more afraid that he was gonna try and marry her niece oh that would be accurate for the time oh, I, yeah i hate you guys, I hate you guys so much. listen mikey i am nothing if not a student of history he got her the puppy is that what you're saying <laughs> it's called grooming mikey um first of all they never establish anyone got her the puppy and it is my biggest sticking point for this movie i like how that's what bothers you the most i mean here's the thing every fucking other thing in this movie is batshit insane yeah. and that's just the most insane <laughs> so he says uh they go to a place where you can cut down your own christmas tree and he says one stroke and he just like literally that's not even how axes work but like one stroke the tree is down and the guy behind him was like well if he could do it i could do it and then he and does, does the do thing. it he does it yeah. yeah he paul bunions that tree down and then his girlfriend kisses him and then vanessa and cole look at each other but don't kiss don't kiss it's the yearning but what is happening in the scene that i'm very much here for is she is wearing a series of fashion capes and I am digging it. <laughs> <laughs> She's gorgeous in this movie. She is the female Batman in this movie. Her parents she are dead. She's Batman. rich as shit and she wears capes. <laughs> she wears capes. Uh, this movie made me want capes where I was like, I bet I could find a pattern to make myself a cape. It'll be great. <laughs> now I have plans. But this is where he asks about her ex. And I think this is at like the Christmas castle. They see her ex, I think. Either that or he's just asking about it. I just have it in my notes. Because what he says is, if he broke your betrothal and ruined you, I will kill him. Yeah. Which is implying... If he took your virginity and left you, quote unquote, ruining you, yeah. I will kill him. Yeah. Which is a bonkers thing to say. And for a movie that is not accurate to medieval stuff at all, I don't know why they felt the need to include this one piece, but it's wild that they're just like. I wonder if she's like sat him down and was like, look, nine people have ruined me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she says no. And that's like all we get about it. Yeah. She just dismissed. She's just like, no, it just, no, he just wasn't very nice. And he's like, well, he caused you great distress. And she's just like, no, just avoids the whole ruined you part of it. <laughs> They're going to watch a new channel tonight. <laughs> he's going to watch MTV and be like, things have changed. Things have 
changed. They get back to her house where he says, can you lend me your steed, meaning your car? And she does it. Yeah. She says, oh, you remember how to drive? And he's like, yeah, of course. I've tamed many horses. And I'm like, the car is not an animal. Oh, my God, what? So she gives him the keys. He gets in, turns the car on, and manages to drive away competently. Sort of. I mean... It is badly, but yeah. In the snow! Okay, I don't know about you. I don't know if you guys remember the first time you drove. I was terrible at it. And I was terrified of it. Yes. (gasps) He watched watched Fast and Furious. Yeah, he's like, family, I got it. Oh, we got to watch that for bromance month. (laughs) Yeah, it's Paul Walker and vehicle identification number Diesel. I love those movies. (laughs) so he manages to drive downtown in the snow and almost kills people but doesn't and then he parks on the sidewalk leaves the car completely open with the keys in it and then just says whoa whoa and then pats the hood of it (laughs) the The only way this movie makes sense is it exists in a universe where people don't lie like like lying lying is not a thing Or, or no one gets charged with crimes it got to the point where i was like why is there a police force in this town? What do they guy. do? Yeah, that one guy's real busy, Paige. He needs a deputy from the past. Guys, I'm pitching Ugh. my sequel immediately. So he walks into the Christmas castle or, or into that area. Yeah. And is calling for the old crone. And this is where Santa is like, hey, can you stop calling my wife an old crone? Please? She cried for 45 minutes last time you did it. Please stop. <laughs> uh, but then he gives him this weird speech of like, it's the joy of Christmas that reminds us of the faith that we need throughout the year to persevere through our goals. And I'm just like, what the fuck, self-help Santa? And then he just responds to Santa with, verily, Thank you for your wise counsel, Father Christmas. And then he walks away and Santa's like, I'm good at this. And then goes back to being a mall Santa. (laughs) Yeah. And like calls kids over. Yeah. It's insane. So the police find her car. They bring her to the carnival to pick her car up. And instead of being like, hey, fool, you stole my car. (laughs) Well, she can't say that. She gave him the keys. I know. But like left it open any number of anyway she's like so what about that quest and he's like i don't know because i don't know what's supposed to challenge my weakness i don't know what my weakness is and i have till midnight on christmas eve and i want this more than anything and she's like then you don't have anything to worry about which is just the screenwriters being like we haven't figured out the quest yet have you figured out the quest no (laughs) that was your job you're doing the rewrite he's got to find that booty Booty. (laughs) he's actually a pirate The most surprising thing about this movie is there was only one writer. I know. I saw her name in the credits and I was like, can I find her on LinkedIn or Twitter and ask (laughs) questions? I have questions. We should should reach out and see if we can get her on the show. I'm not even joking. What about a bonus episode where we just interview her, the writer of Night Before? I want to interview her so badly and just be like, no judgment. Enjoyed the movie thoroughly. Yeah. What the fuck? Who, Who gave her the dog? What is happening? Anyway. She was like, Santa Claus. Santa. (laughs) Anyway, so she takes him home and shows him the Tower of London on TV and that it's now a tourist location. Right. Her niece comes over to give them cookies and she's like, can girls be nights? And he's like, no. Absolutely not. (laughs) Vanessa Hudgens like, yes, they can. They can be whatever they want. Because girls get it done. Girls get it 
done. So he takes her niece outside to poke her eye out with a stick. And <laughs> then they have a tree trimming party. So they're unpacking all the decorations. And her sister picks up a giant wooden acorn. Yep. And she says, oh, mom and dad brought this back from Aldovia, which yeah. is not a real place. I, I actually rewound it because I think it's part of the expanded universe that it these is. movies take place in. It is the country that the Princess Switch movies take place okay. in. Which is also starring Which Vanessa Hudgens. Which she's also in. It's just the Vanessa Hudgens Cornetto trilogy or whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So they're adjusting <laughs> the angel on the top of the tree, her and the knight, and he goes off to play with the knees again. And her sister is basically like, Hey, aside from him thinking time travel is real, he's the whole package. And I'm like, you should rephrase that as, aside from having a traumatic brain injury, <laughs> he's the whole package. Wow. that That's, you know what, Paige? That means a lot coming from you seeing that 51st Dates is one of your favorite romantic comedies. <laughs> it is. I have never once said that. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. Words aren't toast. I did not say. I thought you said you liked 51st Dates. It's Dates. hilarious. It's not a good movie. It's not my favorite movie. I take She's tons got a of issue with that movie. I believe Paige has said her favorite romantic movie is The Thing. Yeah, that is my favorite. The romance between Kurt Russell and Keith David is unparalleled. Yeah. But basically, she then says to her sister, she's like, well, he's pretty convincing. And her sister's like, well, okay, but like when he gets his memory back, I'm pretty sure he's just going to be a Renfair guy. And she's just like, but like, I mean, what if it's real? And I'm like, I'm sorry, Vanessa Hudgens. Are you saying what if time travel exists? <laughs> like, Yeah. And her yeah. sister's like, you should both get your heads examined. Just kidding. He's very charming. <laughs> like no one takes anyone to task on it in this movie. Well, I mean, her sister's been single for a long time. Mm, no. <laughs> I was single for a long time, but if I had brought someone home and I'm like, he time traveled, my parents would be like, so uh, we're going to check you into the facility now. <laughs> what if he was really charming, though? It does not matter. They're, they're going to be like, he's leaving and you are going to have some pretty serious mental health interventions. But Paige, the only stipulation that her niece gave was that he wouldn't cheat on her, not that he hadn't traveled in time. Yeah. I mean, that's true. But I mean, and I guess maybe that's where the puppy came from is the secret or space star ordering. But like, <laughs> I have a big problem with everyone being like, I mean, yeah, he thinks he's a knight from history, but how fun is he? Oh like, my God, it's so silly. <laughs> oh that, my God. That puppy was actually an orphan's puppy from the year 1919. <laughs> It was, time traveled too. I'm sorry. He went back in time to steal a puppy from one of the newsies on strike against the newspapers before he went to Santa Fe is what you're saying to me right now. It's just the puppy from that real sad Futurama episode. Uh, so she tries to teach him how to fist bump. And he says that knights shake to prove that we're weapon free, which I don't think is a thing. <laughs> no, that's actually where shaking hands came from. That actually oh, really? is true. Yeah. Because the well, right hand would be your, your sword bearing, your weapon bearing hand. Score two for them then. They got Edward the Third in this, right? 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and time travel, Paige. And sure, and fucking <laughs> time travel through a weird statement necklace. Uh, you mean the Swarovski crystal necklace? Yeah. Um, that's definitely a rhinestone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. We cut to the next day where he is annihilating all the deer decorations on her lawn. For no reason. She wakes up to this. And he says, well, I came out to get a little sparring in and I guess I got carried away and destroyed your deer, I guess. But as they're talking, the nosy neighbor Allison comes over and invites him to go caroling. That bitch. And he's like, no, I already have plans. Then says, toodle pip. Yeah, toodle pip. Ah, which guys we need to start bringing back i'm a hundred percent on board for toodle pips you can have laters baby i will have toodle pips. <laughs> <laughs> this is where vanessa hutchins is like she was voted biggest flirt in high school i don't like her it's like what like what is this randomness also what high school is voting on who flirts the most that's weird it's a very weird thing although to vote on. i actually hear the last person to win that award before this character was gladys knight before she started gladys knight and the toodle pips <laughs> <laughs> he's leaving on that time travel to england <laughs> that's so funny so they get back in the house and he's basically like, I declined her invitation basically because of you. Right. Because I could tell it was bothering you. I could tell it was bothering you. He basically was like, your ex-boyfriend did a whole number on your self-esteem, which I'm just like, um, first of all, you come from a time where women are property. <laughs> so <laughs> the idea that you would understand this kind of interpersonal relationship is bonkers. Yeah. And also, he's still just walking around with a sword everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. It's called the Second Amendment page. <laughs> he has the right to bear arms page. And he's going to use that sword to chop arms off a bear to fulfill that right. Oh, my God. I actually threatened to show up at my friend's house who's like a, let's just say he really believes in the Second Amendment. He has a lot of guns. I was going to get a shirt that just said Second Amendment and then rip the sleeves off of a bear costume and just walk right around to on bear it. Arms? Yeah. You couldn't stand to not wear that many layers. <laughs> you were like sleeveless I've never I code my dressing the way that Hallmark movies do all arms must be covered now if you've got a yeah. fancy cape I am interested Todd wears more layers than a uh, aristocratic woman from the year 1779 <laughs> So she asks if he'll help her with the Christmas Eve feast. And I'm like, bitch, he's got his own quest, but fine. <laughs> we cut outside to the little girls playing. And this is where we find out that Lily, Flair, the niece's best friend, doesn't have money for new gloves. Yeah, we find out a little bit earlier that like her dad's wife died. So her mom died and they're like really struggling. Right. Financially. Right. Yeah. Right. right. She didn't have life insurance. Oh. I mean, that realistically. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> yeah, to America. So <laughs> she wished for gloves and they got taken off a, a small pilgrim child from the year. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> who then whose hands got frozen and died. <laughs> but those gloves have a quest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is also where we find out about the Christmas feast where her parents used to host it for people who didn't have a lot in the community and didn't have money for a Christmas celebration of their own. And now they sell tickets to it as a charity. Yeah. And they run into one of the women that helps with the Christmas feast who's made peppermint bark. And as a baker, as, as someone who bakes and makes desserts all the time and has made peppermint bark many times. 
She then says, I made so much peppermint bark, I should have used a cement mixer. What? You don't mix peppermint bark. It's just melted chocolate. <laughs> like, there's <laughs> nothing to mix. What are you, what is in that Tupperware? Because <laughs> it is not peppermint bark. <laughs> like, it's what is that? It's literally happening? chocolate, peppermint, and gravel, Paige. Do you not know <laughs> the ingredients to peppermint bark? bark? <laughs> <laughs> and she reveals that her husband's hip has been bothering her. And so the night pops in with like rub his haunch bone with fat and herbs and she's just like um okay great and leaves this is where we meet david the niece's friend's father who doesn't have a lot of money and he's helping and volunteering because he wants his kids to know it's okay to give back oh which was sweet it is super sweet yeah I honestly wanted their movie. Yeah, they have a better movie, but it's just kind of weirdly like shoehorned into this movie where they were like, we don't have enough to cover with answering questions about time travel. We also need this. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Picture the Mandalorian, but every episode this night gets tricked into doing fun things around town for these different families. What you're describing is the TV show, The Hulk. I I see. I was going to say what you're (laughs) describing is Christmas Quantum Leap. (laughs) or kung fu or any of the other 80s movies that are this premise or like the christmas episodes of doctor who (laughs) well you guys are you haven't gotten done instead of baby yoda it's vanetta hudgens and like a hovering rocking chair (laughs) why i like it or the knees and he can still say the child (laughs) he's like the child the gloveless child (laughs) so they go to the grocery store and he's mystified by the grocery store yeah also he just leaves his sword on the front lawn first of all the fact that you think that someone's not going to come up and steal that sword clearly you don't live in the same neighborhood i do that's how i know this movie does not really take place in ohio yeah (laughs) that sword would be gone yeah but he's trying to buy a bunch of tins of hot chocolate because or slash mead because he likes it uh then she asks him to grab dinner rolls and he tastes them and he's just like and while he's tasting the dinner rolls her student Paige comes up and is like I'm gonna focus on my goals fuck boys bye and runs away and she turns and sees that he's eating the dinner rolls and he says it tastes like cock it I don't know what that is I don't know what that (laughs) is either but I'm not on board for it I've got a guess yeah me too Uh, but then he's like take me to the aisle where there's flour butter and yeast and I'm just like Oh, he can make bread now? Oh, he he's also a knight who can also make bread? Okay, sure. sure. <laughs> he squired under Sir Pillsbury. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to her sister's house where Claire and Lily are going to go play out in the snow. And this is where Claire tells her mom about the gloves, which is how her mom is then going to tell Vanessa Hudgens about the gloves. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. We cut to Vanessa Hudgens' kitchen where he's teaching her how to make bread. And he's doing something called Yuletide bean bread. I have some notes at the end that we'll go over, but Yuletide bread does not typically have a hidden bean in it because it's not a yeasted bread like what he's making. Hmm. What he's doing is almost kind of more, I mean, the idea of finding something in a bread like that. Yeah, I thought this was just a ripoff of like, King cake. It's more of a king cake thing, yeah. Um, But I do have a recipe for Yuletide bread later that we can go into. Oh, Oh, nice. He does the whole, like, reach around kneading kind of thing, (laughs) like a ghost, except instead of a potter's wheel, it's yeasted dough. 
Yeah. yeah. And just as that's happening, they get a phone call that Claire is missing. And so he is a knight with super tracking abilities uh, also, I guess. And so they track them out to this lake where they are on the ice and they have to get them to crawl on their bellies across the ice so it doesn't crack under them. But they do save them after he tells her to pretend like she's a snail, like the snowest snail that's ever crawled on Earth. And they bring them back to the house safe. And the police officer is like, hey, you were pretty good at saving those people. You should think about joining the force, but you'd have to pass the psych exam. And he's like, I'll study for it very hard. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. Oh, it's so wild. Uh, But then she starts talking to the police officer. He kind of walks away to go talk to Lily's dad, David. And she's talking to the police officer and she's like, his memory's not really coming back. I guess not. And she's like, well, who are we to tell him he's wrong? And the police officer, to his credit, does not like slap her. Cause like, who are we to tell him that he's not a knight that time traveled here? I'm like, medical professionals. <laughs> like, yeah, That's everyone. who should be telling him that he's not a knight. <sighs> Paige, she's digmatized by the knight. She's digmatized, even though she hasn't even gotten to see his wrists yet. so at this point they go back to the guest house and she's like that had to be your quest right and i love that she's just like everything he does she's like was that a quest is this a quest are you a quest am i a quest (laughs) she is the quest page yeah and and that little neighbor hussy is the side quest Uh (laughs) (laughs) they meet up with her sister and brother-in-law at the Christmas castle because... Because that's the only other set we haven't seen in the past 20 minutes. <laughs> the only other set? <laughs> Tons of families go to the same Christmas place four I'm... times in two weeks. Sure. <laughs> but she basically takes him there to be like, hey, maybe your quest is here. You Just a fresh set of eyes. And they walk around, drink hot cocoa. And then he's like, well, what does a prospective suitor do? Which basically at this point he's like, so you and me, me and you, you've got those nice wrists. What are we going to do me, about me it? So at this point, they talk to the old lady who's helping with the feast and a pickpocket steals her purse and he tackles him and threatens to cut his hands off with a rubber sword. Right. And she's like, is this your quest? And he's like, no. Uh, but the fact that they're like, you should be a policeman. And I'm like, no, 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 no excessive force yeah this is excessive force (laughs) and he at this point is like should i even be a knight vanessa hudgens is like you promised me you wouldn't give up and i believe in you and so he kisses her on the cheek and then they go to bed and then or she goes to bed and (laughs) i just love listening to you talk about this movie (laughs) (laughs) she goes to bed and he then he goes alexa Play Deck the Halls, and we get the worst cover of Deck the Halls I've ever heard. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, it's because he doesn't have a Spotify subscription. He's got a Notify. <laughs> Notify? It's a John Bovey cover of Deck the Halls, Paige. <laughs> John Bovey. So the next day in her kitchen, there's like a kitchen full of bread. Yeah. And like four or five different kinds of bread, too. It's not all the same. It's bread week, baby. It is bread week, and we're all here to get that coveted Paul Hollywood handshake. (laughs) Today, Cole is making a braided loaf that'll have passion fruit, frangipan, and a seeded exterior with multiple plats, and the final ingredient, a bean. (laughs) (laughs) A magic bean, Paige. That was so good. I've watched too much 
Bake Off. I do love that the showstopper is making a bread Christmas ornament. A bread Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> so there's tons of breads. Her sister brings him like a decanter of hot cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it was so I, okay. It's got like one of those crystal tops. Yeah. I thought she got him like Bailey's because I was like, if he loves <laughs> hot chocolate, he's going to love this. Because that's actually right. no. sort of mead-ish. Maybe, yeah. maybe. But this is where we get the information about David's daughter didn't have mittens because his wife passed away. He's got two jobs, four kids and volunteers. And at this point, I just have in my notes, give them the guest house. I <laughs> like, know, right? <laughs> rent free. There you go. At this point, the knight is like, this is my quest. And I'm like, why is this your quest? But whatever. She puts on a fancy dress and he's kind of like taken aback by her fancy dress. But also he hasn't raised any alarm to the fact that she's worn pants this entire movie. <laughs> He'd be and calling she- her a witch and trying to burn her in the skunk <laughs> fire. <laughs> that he's that she- super <laughs> laid back. He's a progressive knight. Yeah, a progressive knight would have burned a witch. He just wouldn't have thrown her in the lake. Where's your flying chair, witch? Uh, Anyway, so (laughs) then she goes to tie his tie, which I don't know if you will recall in 27 Dresses when I was like, tying somebody's tie can be a very intimate act, and that's why I don't do it for everybody. I think this movie demonstrates the same, except that she doesn't know how to tie a tie. And so it ends (laughs) quickly. (laughs) <laughs> but they use it as like a, ooh, they're close. Yeah. Well, they almost like kiss four times and get interrupted by a phone two times. Yeah. They get interrupted every time until the very end. And this time she interrupts him with a Christmas gift that is an orange and a 50 cent piece. <laughs> yes, because we don't have half pennies anymore, Paige. We don't. But he's sad that she remembered. And I'm like, mm, okay. Well, he, she only said it. He only said it two days ago because he's only been here for a week. Yeah, I know. And yet they're in love. It's been seven days. Not even. It's like camp. Camp rules. Time travel is like camp rules. Oh, God. <laughs> they don't even have enough time to get killed by the girl from the ring. And they're thinking that they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> so the phone rings because they're late to their own feast. They get there and they're like, the Yuletide bread is the hit of the feast. And I'm just like, I get it. Carbs. I get. I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, And her husband's hip feels great. Yay. I do love that he fully dances up on her, like doing the jitterbug. And she's like, where's the off switch? And I was like, what is this? A Cialis commercial? What are we doing right now? (laughs) Let's just say that she clearly didn't find the bean. Uh (laughs) (laughs) What a cool what he was like. Yes, rub pig fat and then uh, herbs on his hip. But also, if he has an erection lasting more than three hours, <laughs> call, me call the witch. <laughs> like, call, call the apothecary and hope for the best. Uh, call the barber and the dentist. Yeah. So uh, they start the feast. She gives a toast about how Christmas is about kindness and compassion towards others. And then we kind of get a cut to David and his kids being like, there's love under our tree at Christmas, right, Papa? Which is <laughs> real over the top and sad. Yeah, it's really Dickens S though, you're right. Like it is very tiny Tim at Christmas in yeah. Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> this year, Daddy's putting mommy's ashes in our stocking. Oh Mikey, no. Mikey, no. Just like cool. Um, anyway, (laughs) so they got, they take them to kind of like a private portion of the feast where they got them like a whole Christmas, which I was like, way to show up their dad, but whatever. (laughs) Well, and they also give their dad what I assumed was like an uh, envelope full of cash or something. I don't know what it was, but I was like, how rich is Vanessa Hudgens on a teacher salary with a sister who owns a store? Like what is happening? And then at this point I also asked, I was like, why does she marry the single dad? Cause he's 
decent looking, and she clearly has more house than she can handle. Like well, that's a lot of ba- that's like four kids though. Four kids in her giant mansion. I'm sure it'll be fine. You could put the kids in the guest house. You'd never even hear them. I'll tell you what fills up a mansion faster than anything: emotional baggage. <laughs> <laughs> This week, <laughs> these filled buns are going to have children, the sadness of losing their mother, and a marzipan crust with crackalan on the top. Uh, I don't care if you don't watch Business Break Off. I mean, if you need to, because then these jokes are fucking fire. Yeah, at AF. Yeah. Uh, at this point, he puts his night stuff back on to take pictures and lie to the children while taking photos. Uh, and then Allison comes up with mistletoe and is just like, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, he just kind of barely looks at Vanessa Hudgens' direction. And she was just like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Bye. And gives him the mistletoe and leaves. It's completely respectful <laughs> about it all. It's weird. But, yeah. Everyone around is kissing and he's kind of watching it. Her sister and brother-in-law avoid cleaning up the feast because they're like, oh, we have a kid. She's sleepy. Bye. The other people helping with the feast offer to clean up and send Brooke and the knight home. And he is like, okay, but mistletoe question mark? And at first she's just like, no, just kidding. Open mouth kiss in the middle of everybody. Yeah. But then as she does it, his necklace starts glowing. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't, like, he doesn't leave right here. It was the weirdest thing ever. Like, you would think he would go back in time the same way he came. And, like, that blue cloud of radiation or whatever that is definitely giving everyone around him cancer. But he doesn't. He literally goes back to the Christmas castle area, right? And then in a puff of smoke evaporates to the past. Yeah, because he came in like Dr. Manhattan and he's going out like a bad magician's trick. (laughs) (laughs) He's going out like a ninja that needs to flee the scene. <laughs> yeah, just like smoke bomb. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> he ghosts her like Mikey. Yeah. yeah. It's been a great two weeks over the holidays. I have to go back to medieval England. <laughs> Bye. It, was nice. <laughs> it was nice kissing you and seeing your upper arms. Time travel. <laughs> oh, or as we call it 1334, home base. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mikey. Um, but the weirdest part here is that she is not even surprised. No. And she's not like losing her mind like, oh, my God, time travel is real. She's just like, oh, my God, damn it. He time traveled. And I'm just like. <laughs> yeah, there was no moment where she was what? like, oh, my God, it is real. That's insane to me. At that same moment, as any normal person would be like, oh, my God, the fabric of time. Like, my I, my mind is blown. What do I do? Her student comes up and is like, the guy at school wants to take me back. And I told him to shove it because I'm focusing on my goals. And she's just like, <laughs> yes, I was wrong. I was wrong about everything. And I was like, are you going to everything. About time travel? Do whatever you can to please yours or they'll <laughs> go back in time. If a knight time travels to look at your upper arms and kiss him once, then you got to hold on to him with whatever you've got. So uh, at this point, we get a crazy fake Christmas pop song as the score. And it's just bonk. I can't even impersonate it. It's so weird. She gets home. She eats some of his bread, finds the magic bean. She finds that bean, Paige, and she realizes she had the power to love herself this whole time. This whole time. And then she just (laughs) says, I wish Cole was still here. And then she looks at the tree and finds that he made an ornament out of bread. Which is also very weird. 
<laughs> and it's, it's like shellacked. I'm like, when did he have time? Cole has made an ornament out of a bread base <laughs> with beet and pesto coloring for red and green for Christmas time. The bread has to hang on a branch or else it will be disqualified. Anyway, <laughs> so he gets back to the castle. We cut back to... 1334 his horse is there to greet him like where you been fool which posed the question has this horse just been loose for a week i think he ran back to the castle and they just had him in the stable and then they got him out for whatever reason and then he runs outside i guess i don't know i mean if that's the problem you have with this movie you're looking in the wrong place i'm looking the wrong horse in the mouth so he (laughs) runs into his brother jeffrey and they do the predator handshake where he's just, you know, like, Jeffrey, you son, you of, a son bitch. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he made it just in time for the knighting ceremony. Uh, and he's like, hey, uh, going to miss that. Got to go back. I saw some sweet upper arms. Oh, yeah. And I got to go to her. <laughs> no, he's like, I'm dead here. I have three more years there. <laughs> I'm young. I'm like, young. And he's like grabbing his brother. Find a way to the future. You got to find me, Marty. (laughs) Have you heard of dentistry? They have it there. (laughs) They have it. They have more than three teeth each. Um, So his brother's like, well, screw my knighting ceremony. I wish you well. Have fun. Find your lady. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, brother, be kind to an old woman if you ever see her. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you see this old bitch... Be kind, because she'll send you to a place that has this magic box full of merriment, and you could see upper arms. Upper arm, dog. <laughs> if you play your cards right, you might see an ankle or two. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm. So we cut to the sister's house Christmas morning, and Claire's stocking is gone, and it's because it's on the floor, and there's a puppy in it. And they're just like, ha, 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 did you do this? No. Did you do this? <laughs> no. No. And then Vanessa Hudgens shows up, and they're like, did you do this? And she's like, no. And they're like, no, really, though. And she's like, no. And they're just like, huh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> I guess we have a ghost dog now. I guess we have a ghost dog. <laughs> Which they should have named that dog Forrest Whitaker. It would have made more sense to me than Miracle. <laughs> I honestly, in my notes, I just said, is Santa also real in this story? Question yes. mark. Is there information in the other Vanessa Hudgens Hallmark movie universe about the dog cole was like i'm straight i'm gonna give this little girl a puppy ghost my ass back to 1334 (laughs) and they're not gonna know who did it and they're gonna have to take care of this puppy it's hilarious cole's final revenge (laughs) jeffrey's gonna think it's amazing but here's what's even crazier is in the next beat they're like where's cole and she's like oh he went home and everyone's just like oh time travel's real word all right (laughs) (laughs) nobody reacts the way they should react nobody <laughs> they're opening presents and they're like then we're gonna go back to the christmas castle yay and i'm like haven't you seen everything there is to see at this damn christmas castle yeah there's only like three buildings there you can get one funnel cake and a hot chocolate that's all there is to do there and they go <laughs> nine times in this movie <laughs> they're laying the christmas castle under siege <laughs> Coming this Christmas, Sean Claude Van Damme in Siege on Christmas Castle. <laughs> there are three buildings, and one of them is hot cocoa. We've got to get the fun of gigs. <laughs> oh my God. What about starring John Claus Van Damme? <laughs> oh. oh shit, that's amazing. Oh. Oh. 
siege on Christmas Castle. It's me, Saint Nick. I'm here for the blood sport kumite. <laughs> My name is Jean-Claude Van Damme. And I'm here to get you the fuck out of my Christmas castle. That's Arnold oh, for sure. Oh, oh, oh. At least it's not like, uh, what was the impression you were doing last week? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you were doing Macho Man Randy Savage last yeah. week. Oh, yeah. That, no, he's Ooh, the villain. Randy yeah. Savage is the Ooh, villain. Oh, yeah, brother. We got to get you out of my Christmas castle. Macho Mary Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> or Merry Man Randy. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Back to this movie that is still happening. Holy shit, it's so late here. Oh, my God. (laughs) He he rides out into the forest calling for the Christmas crone, and she comes out, sends him back, and he just pops back with the horse at the Christmas castle, still not owning up to who gave that little girl a dog. And he's basically (laughs) like, my my heart's eternally yours. You're my quest. I'm going to stay. And I'm just like, how did they explain this to the DMV? Oh, yeah. He's got no dog. He's going to be deported to England. (laughs) Well, he doesn't even have papers for England. He's got papers for nothing. And where are they going to keep this horse? And the whole town is just kind of like, cool, time travel's real. We're so okay with it. We just have this one guy in our town that time traveled. And yeah, that's how that works. There's one guy in the FBI like looking at his thing and he's like, my God, it's Jason Bourne. (laughs) (laughs) So then we cut back to old timey England at the knighting ceremony and the crone is there and his brother meets the crone, remembers what his brother said and is like, I'll be nice to this crone. Uh, Cause she's going to send me on the quest. And she's just like, congratulations. I've got a glowing necklace. I've got a red medallion necklace. Ooh. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the, the movie. movie. Yeah. All right. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, how do you feel about it now? Instant classic. <laughs> I lost brain cells. Uh, watching this so i do look at these movies as like in a league of their own like with the lucky one and i feel like this is the lucky one level batshit insanity that i love it was such a bad awesome movie i dreaded watching this again but then i started (laughs) it and realized how bonkers it was again and i was like why did i dread this this was such a fun jolly ride yeah normally i would say avoid movies like this but this movie like really nails bad movie if you're alone in a pandemic Christmas or like even with like your immediate family, this is fun to throw on while you drink some Christmas cocktails. Or, honestly, Mikey, if you're just trying to get Macho Man Randy Savage out of your Christmas castle and you as Sean claus Van Damme have to like raid the Christmas castle, this is the movie you should watch to pump yourself up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't care about whether or not time travel exists, this yeah. is the movie for you. If you have a traumatic brain injury... This is your movie. And hopefully (laughs) that brain injury happened after you saw this movie so you can fully forget it and watch it again. (laughs) God, are we ready for some fun facts? Yes. Paige, please hit us with some fun facts. All right. So let's start with Yuletide bread. So Yuletide bread is a thing also known as Yule cake. Uh, It's a Scandinavian bread of origin and it is unyeasted. It's more like a fruit cake than anything else. I guess you could hide stuff in it, but that's not in the recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, king cake however you would hide a tiny baby in it to crack somebody's teeth for fun okay as far as bathing in the middle ages private baths were extremely rare because most people didn't have running water right and public bathhouses were potentially expensive so depending on who had access to the public baths versus their own private bath 
or lived near a river. People bathed, but not often because it could be too expensive. So as I mentioned, Bracebridge, Ohio was not a real place, but Bracebridge, Ontario is. And for a house, and now this is about as close as I could get to her house, where it's a five bedroom, four bath, because I'm going to assume that hers is like a three bed and a two bed on the guest house, but that's going to run you about 1.75 million Canadian. So close to $2 million American. Jeez. Um, That's insane. But I mean, you have to assume that her parents were loaded and they just have family. It could have been her parents' house that she inherited. Oh, I think it was. I think she mentions that actually. I'm sorry. I totally did that exchange wrong. So 1.75 Canadian it's at least a mil. It's a little over a mil American. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's still expensive. Yeah. Expensive, but doable. If you had well off parents who died suddenly outside yeah. of a movie theater. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, the life expectancy of 14th century English nobles is approximately 40, 30 to 40. Okay. Um, so he's checking out already. Yeah. And most of that's because of the plague. The plague would kill people young. So there were people that lived as as late as like 64 or 65, but most people were checking out in their 40s. Uh, as I mentioned, Aldovia is not a real country. It's the switched princess pr- Christmas prince country from right. <laughs> these weird movies. Uh, of course. And those are our fun facts. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. There is no box office for this movie because clearly this was not released in any theater. <laughs> and I also could not find the budget for Mercifully. It. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's on Netflix. I feel like they paid for this in marshmallows. <laughs> I don't think there was a real budget. <laughs> so I don't really have anything box office wise either. There you go. Do you guys think they're still together? Oh, <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Because she doesn't question anything he says. Yeah, that's true. I think he gets a job as a police officer and he fully walks around town with a sword. Everyone hears him. No, he said he jousts people to death occasionally. When she (laughs) asks what you're going to do in modern day, he goes, maybe I'll be a police officer or a baker. Yeah, hopefully he becomes a baker. I think he should be a baker. Yeah, I I I also think they're together. I, I hope they're together. I think maybe he starts baking ornaments. Maybe he goes on Bake Off at some point. Oh, yeah. Gets that handshake from Paul Hollywood. Oh, man. And then, <laughs> and then the circle is complete. They both go back in time. And Paul Hollywood has to figure out the 1330s. Well, really, <laughs> the true quest was the friends he made along the way. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely, Mikey. <laughs> in this movie, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Would you date her? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, Mikey needs to date someone he can get away with murder from. So, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I just want a girl who'll b- binge watch Netflix with me all day and then take me to the grocery store. Yeah, and not yell at you for fully eating bread and spitting it out in the aisles. <laughs> well, you got to taste it. It's not good you gotta, bread. You gotta test, yeah, you got to test the freshness. That's how Paul Hollywood does it. <laughs> the reason he was spitting out those dinner rolls is because they weren't King's Hawaiian. That's true. Hell Them yeah. shits is delicious. That's true. Yeah. And also, I want to go to a Christmas ca- like castle like nine times. Mikey, I would go. If they had a Christmas castle where they have the Ren Fair, oh I would gosh. go. Same. Paige, would you date Sir Cole? No, he has a traumatic brain injury and carries a sword. <laughs> I'd call those red flags. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's fair. So this week, Mikey made us watch 
the night before Christmas or a night before Christmas? I think it's a, a, a night, night before, before Christmas. Christmas. Okay, either way, it was an awesome movie. It's my <laughs> pick next week. And so I wanted to see if we could justify. Well, let me just ask this before I get into it. Do you guys think the movie Elf is a rom-com? Not really. Zoe Deschanel really. is in it. No. Yeah, I, I'd say it's a stretch. I think it's a stretch. Also, he has like the mind of a child, and that's yeah. always bothered me. It's fine. I have a backup, and that backup movie is The Holiday. Oh, with uh, Cameron Diaz and Jude Law and Jack Black. Yeah, it's, and... the, it's the movie that dared to ask the question, should Jack Black be a romantic lead? Wow, that's a personal attack. <laughs> I say yes. I have seen this movie, and the Jack Black half is the half that I like. I actually, yeah, I really like Jack Black like in this movie. movie. Yeah, a lot. I've already watched it this holiday season. Oh, uh, awesome! I have not. I haven't seen it in years. I think I saw it in theaters, and I don't think I've seen it since. This is one of those movies that Natalie and I watch every year as a part of the traditional movies that we watch every year. Oh, you mean so all for two, two years, so for three two years, years. <laughs> three years, guys? It's been three years. Like, what is this? Like, it's not middle 1334. Like, wait, you guys are dying tomorrow. You don't have a tradition until it's five years. Oh, is that the rule, Mikey? Yeah. All right. Well, in two more <laughs> years, we'll talk about what traditions we have. That's like saying, like, Paige and I have this tradition, like, every year. We start a podcast. We haven't even known Todd. each other two years. I can't even we, do anything. We watch a night before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that would be this. Yeah. Anyway, oh so God. your homework this week is to get eggnog drunk, go to London, rent someone's house for a full month, and watch the movie The Holiday. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin. And that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on. But Paige gets around and she is on two other podcasts, Black Card Rehab and Cult Podcast. So, guys, definitely check out those because they're amazing. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Romancing the Pod Show. Yes. On yes. Instagram, and we are at something else on Twitter who I just have never taken the time to learn it's, it. It's just Romancing Pod Show because they have a character oh. limit and it's show, S-H-O, like Showtime. So guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, Paige is at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok, except for Twitter where she is at Paige Wesley. Mikey is at M Randolph 24 and I am at Todd J. Awesome everywhere. Uh, that's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd, guys. And you complete us. To, to completion. Laters, baby. Toodle pip. <laughs> toodle pip. Gladys Knight and the Toodle Pips is my favorite joke of the episode, and it was terrible. You're my quest. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Buy something nice for your mother, okay?